35 with one thought on my mind Forget the race, find an open space, be that city far behind Hey there, howdy! Sorry, we're all out of whack right now. It's been a crazy week of news. Glad that you are tuning in and telling friends that you hang out on the other side of Texas. I'm your host, Jay West Texas Leeson, hanging out here on my other side of Texas and uh, broadcasting from the studios where Buddy Holly became famous, Waylon Jennings, two people who didn't care. They just said, you know what, we're going to go after what matters. That's what we do here on the other side of Texas, broadcasting live from the Racer Car Wash Studios. Racer Car Wash voted Lubbock's Best Wash for five years running. Stop into one of five convenient locations across the Hub City for the best wash around, guaranteed. You always see, Saturday, Sunday, you always see me in the lines, but I'll be in the VIP line, and you should be too. If they're in my gray tundra, lucky me, I live in Lubbock. Shout out to George McMahon. That name may not matter to you, it matters to a lot of us. Racerwash.com. You want to be a part of the program today? I've got big news that's headed your way, which is. What we do on this program, 806-745-5800. That's 806-745-5800. Ladies and gentlemen, what I want to get into as we start off this program, something stinks in the biggest small town in the world. And that small town, big small town, is Lubbock, Texas, your number 11 population center in Texas, Lubbock, Texas. It has been like a bomb has exploded in Lubbock over the last week. You had on Tuesday night, and I'm looking at the calendar right now, Tuesday, well, last Tuesday night, you had Ford Motor Company say, you know what, uh, there's an allegation of mishandling of funds. And we've talked about Gate. going to get into Gate as the program unfolds. Last night, on local media and statewide media, allegations of misappropriation of funds by Texas Tech University Systems Chancellor Bob Duncan. And I chose after I had this news, we chose after the airing of this program to put out what we had. But we broke the news there. And I'm really, I am so appreciative that so many of you would give me the opportunity to bring you the news, views, and issues that matter out of this region. We broke the Bob Duncan story last night. And, you know, we brought you the audio of Bart Rager, um, which his dealership has not denied. People inside his dealership have not. Have you? Have you, by the way? Have you seen them run a denial that, well, that's not Bart Rager. That's some, no, it is Bart Rager. And their problem is not when, not the portrayal, well, 
their problem is not the audio it's a portrayal of when the audio ran their contention inside individuals from Rager Dykes automotive group is not that the audio is fraudulent their contention is that the audio happened before the lawsuit and I'm fine with that but on the other side of that if that's your argument you got to get me this specific date still as we broadcast here August 14 Tuesday Tuesday August 14 2018 still not been given the date in which that ran something stinks in the biggest small town in the world Lubbock Texas where Texas Tech University is located I want to start this by saying I have never heard a bad word well I've heard critical words but I've never heard a word and I'm pretty plugged in but I've never heard a false word about a crossword about Bob Duncan's demeanor now plenty of people have had criticism on how he went and by the way 806-745-5800 text your thoughts in I've heard some problems well he's no Kent Hance but you know there's like one Kent Hance on the planet as so far as it comes to fundraising and running and I mean this in all due respect cajoling people into the frame of mind that you want them to be in only one Kent Hance so I've heard criticism over these years in which Bob Duncan, I think, uh, pointed, I'll have to go back and correct this over the break, uh, summer 2015, appointed to the Texas Tech Chancellor position. And But I've never heard a false uh, a word about, I keep on saying false, I've never heard a word about his character or anything else. Which prompts what we broke on our Facebook and Twitter feed at OSTX Show, face, other side of Texas on Facebook, last night. And that is that Bob, we broke it at 6.21 p.m. Bob Duncan out as Chancellor. Now, I've gotten some criticism why I portrayed it as out. And we've got, this is what we're going to do the show on today. And if you're listening from without Texas and other places, there's plenty of good content to follow. But I just want to give you, like, you may want to turn the podcast off now if you're listening afterwards. Bob Duncan was in a position last night at the show. During the show, we knew. And we had Pete Gallego on. We had a great show last night. Go back and listen to it. But his fate was very uncertain as of 5 p.m. And then he resigned thereafter. Uh, Noted it as a resignation. And that's what the university called it. But I still say something stinks in the biggest small town in the world. So let's take Ragergate and let's compare it to what we know now. And yes, I did say Ragergate. And you all deserve to... Uh, be prompted. Mm-hmm. So here's the bottom line. Bob Duncan is, and this is by 
Tech, I'm just going to call him out by name. Tech Chancellor, or Texas Tech Regent, John Steinmetz, appointed by Rick Perry. I'm going to get back to that here in just a moment. Goes on local news, on the record, and says, sadly, comma, I've heard allegations about misappropriation of funds, or something to that extent, by Bob Duncan. Well, guess what? Here's the difference. And this is because two huge stories breaking in Lubbock. You hear news that Bob Duncan misappropriated funds. By and large, many of you are going to say, well, I don't buy that because I know of Bob I know of Bob Duncan or I know Bob Duncan. By and large, people are not they're just going 8 and 10 people are going to scratch their heads. But you hear that Bart Rager has misappropriated funds, and guess what? Eight out of ten people are going to say, yeah, yeah, that that sounds likely. Maybe not eight out of eight, not eight out of ten, but eight out of ten are going to say, yeah, that sounds very, very likely. And that speaks to Bob Duncan's reputation. And there is nobody I can get to go on record that says Bob Duncan was not a great leader, either in the House or the Senate of the Texas Legislature or as the Chancellor of Texas Tech University. So this is what we know, and I'm going to go into break with this. Stick with us, because lots more news that nobody else is reporting to come. There was a vote at the last Regents meeting towards the ends of last week and into the weekend in which Bob Duncan's fate, by whatever means, and this was the first, first round of sources, was decided. Five out of four, or excuse me, five out of nine, five Regents vote against Bob Duncan. Do I know what that vote was? I'm completely transparent. I don't know what the vote was. But it was apparently something that came back where the majority was against Bob Duncan, where it was then that Bob Duncan announced or decided on resignation for the board. Now, this is what I'm going to leave you with as we head into break right now. My sources, very, very credible sources and again it's too early in the process i can't prove it we're going to prove it or at least try in the days to come here on the other side of texas these five four of which were rick perry then governor rick perry appointees were in the majority there Four of the five in the majority were appointees to the Board of Regents by Rick Perry. And on record as having donated a lot of money. Like, we're talking like Bart Rager, you're a loser if you don't have this kind of money, money. And four of the five were appointed by Rick Perry. One of the five was appointed, were appointed as Regents. Let me clarify. All, like my phone, the text line, everything's going crazy. Excuse me. Four of the five were appointed as Texas Tech Regents by Rick Perry. One of the five was appointed 
to the Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board by Rick Perry. My understanding, and we're breaking it now, right here on the other side of Texas, whenever you're listening live or streaming or whatever, my understanding... Thank you, Daniel. Thank you very much. I'm told by these credible sources that Secretary of U.S. Energy, a a cabinet official in the Trump administration, Rick Perry, conducted the effort, we don't need any more, conducted the effort to oust Bob Duncan, Chancellor of Texas Tech University. He conducted this and did so on behalf of Texas A&M University Chancellor John Sharp. And that's what we have at this moment on the show. That in, if, if I'm wrong, come at me. Because I don't think I'll be proven wrong. Secretary Rick Perry, former Governor Rick Perry, conducted an effort on behalf of Texas A&M Chancellor John Sharp to oust Bob Duncan and got five regents to vote in their favor. Now, we can talk about the relationship, bank board relationships between these five and, you know, at least three of the five and what went down. But we're breaking that news to you right now uh, here on the other side of Texas. Lots to get into. Yeah, the phone line's blowing up, text line's blowing up. Stick right with us here on the other side. Texas is going to go into break. I have no guests today. This will be our singular topic as we get into the program. Stick right where you are, right here on the most talked about afternoon radio show in all West Texas. And we're getting there's a reason why we are right here on the other side of texas 806-745-5800 with your thoughts molded out of red clay and baked in the west texas sun to perfection is the other side of texas with jay leeson Hey there, welcome back into the program. Jay West Texas Leeson rolling along with you as we break news that matters. The news, I've always promoted this program as the news, views, and issues that matter from the other side of Texas. Speaking up from the other side of Texas as we roll along here. And this is what I've, uh, well... First of all, a big shout out to the folks who sponsor this segment of the program. The Other Side of Texas is sponsored by the law firm of Mullen Horton Brown LLP with offices in Lubbock and Amarillo and Dallas employing creative legal solutions to address your business needs in the areas of commercial litigation, banking, financial restructuring, employment law, and uh, estate planning. Thank you to the folks at Mullen, Horde, and Brown. 
So to get back into our story, some texts, it doesn't make sense that the energy secretary of these United States would get involved in the ousting of a chancellor of a Texas Tech University, of, of a Texas University, I should say, much less Texas Tech University. I just want to take you to a story by Matthew Watkins and Patrick Svitek. Dateline, March 22, 2017. So, the sourcing on this program says that Rick Perry, sitting Energy Secretary of these United States, got involved in the ousting of Bob Duncan. And so, if let me be clear. Bob Duncan has pushed the envelope on the Texas Tech Vet School. Now, the meriting of a vet school, that's a whole other discussion. My friend Greg Vendeklaassen has come on and opposed me. He's a uh, DVM, a, a doctor of veterinary medicine up in the panhandle. We've given him fair time on this program. But I'm going to tell you right now, I am very quick. Based upon what I know and the conversations I've had today, I am very, equi- very quickly approaching the camp of hashtag free Bob like hashtag free Bob Duncan somebody texted me today and asked me who the next chancellor at Texas Tech University is going to be and said well is it going to be Charles Perry a state senator out of Lubbock like hell like these guys would rather hire Elmer Fudd than Charles Perry let's be let's be honest okay and that's my dig at Charles Perry but and I've made no qualms, and I believe many of you have heard no qualms from him on the status of our relationship. But, and, and I've got a whole other thing on Charles Perry, maybe not today. But I can tell you this, the insinuation that, that I initiated all this in the Dallas Morning News and a statewide and that I made John Sharp so angry. John Sharp was already angry. John Sharp, in his mind, like I'm betting you this is true. Texas A&M Chancellor John Sharp, I'm not making this allegation. I'm saying it from a point of view of somebody who studied John Sharp closely enough. This guy honestly believes, and tell me if I'm wrong, but he believes within his tenure at Texas A&M that Texas Tech University will be brought into the Texas A&M system. Like, that's a sort of acid trip, or maybe kind of acid trip, that John Sharp is on. But he was already revved up. He's already gone after this. He got it shut down in December 2016. We were, quote-unquote, on pause, heading in. And I've written about this extensively. Just go look for Jay Leeson and uh, Lubbock Online and uh, Texas Tech Vet School. I've written about this extensively. I don't want to sit here and dwell on it as we go on here on the program. But all I have to say this claim that I've heard from several people at this point that I had anything to do like okay I'm going to get to the news that matters I either don't matter or I'm ousting chancellors and I would ask the senator that question 
and he's got to settle on that. And by the way, Charles and everybody else who's listening, I know we've got a big national podcast, but I'm going to speak directly. You guys would do very well to stop these tactics that you're under and approach me in a different way. Because I'm not going away, and you guys are obviously so full of manure that it's obvious to listeners and to myself and to like you guys okay that's my bit on charles perry but you guys better check your damn hold card going forward so why would governor perry former governor perry be involved in a vet school it begins to make sense and just hear me out matthew watkins Patrick's VTech, TextTribune.org, March 22-2017. If you don't think that he's willing to get involved in a vet school, just listen to Svitek and Matthew Watkins here. Former Governor Rick Perry, now the U.S. Energy Secretary, is questioning the legitimacy of the election that gave his alma mater its first openly gay student body president. Now, let me let me preface a paragraph in the story. The homosexual issue I could give two dams about. I am just talking to you right now on questioning. Again, I'm going to try to get into these texts. Things are going crazy right now. I'm not making a point on LGBTQ or LGBTQ question mark or whatever it is right now. That's not the point. The point is that Energy Secretary Rick Perry, former governor of Texas, proud Aggie, has proven more than willing to get involved in campus life and in administration life at Texas A&M University. In a Houston Chronicle op-ed published in March 2017 that caught university officials by surprise, Perry said the administration at Texas A&M University owes students answers about Bobby Brooks's victory, which came after the top vote-getter, Robert McIntosh, was disqualified amidst accusations of the intimidation and failure to report a campaign expense. The Texas A&M governor... So, I could go on. Like, we're going to get into, like, the judicial court at Texas A&M, and I just quote Mike Leach at this time. They think that they're fake, they're fake soldiers. They act like real soldiers. I don't care about the minutiae. I cite that there to say, absolutely... Rick Perry has proven to get involved. And now, you know, something's going to come up after the break. Los Alamos, like how did A&M get the Los Alamos contract? You know how they got it? Because the energy department was sympathetic. And who again runs the energy department of these United States? Rick Perry. So, so... This is when I'm going to go to break in, and we're going to get into it more as we go along here on your other side of Texas. Is that Rick Perry and John Sharp have run against one another? It is the most storied, in my view, to what I know so far as I've been alive, the most storied account of frenemy relationship where they've been friends 
and enemies and just cycled off and on. I mean, it's almost like watching an old Friends episode with, you know, featuring Ross or Chandler or Monica. Regardless, it is a storied rivalry between John Sharp. So, Rick Perry steps down to the governor. Is he going to be the chancellor of Texas A&M? No, Sharp's going to hold on. And then Rick Perry, who, by the way, I admire, like, let me say this for just a moment. I don't have an axe to grind with Rick Perry. I'm only telling you what sources have told me in what is now the downfall, though temporarily, I'm going to throw that out there, of Bob Duncan. I completely respect and have been on record as saying that the CREZ project the competitive renewable energy zone in Texas that Rick Perry is to uh, is to thank for that which is befuddling because Michael Quinn Sullivan the spokesman for Empowered Texans who's apparently running the lead now on this story you know my phone like I said started blowing up at about noon yesterday but now michael quinn sullivan of empowered texans who we know to be a friend of rick perry is running the story and by the way did you know that michael quinn sullivan who i don't know who he's tweeting at maybe it was me maybe it was somebody else uh, michael quinn sullivan posting uh yesterday that it doesn't help to be a fanboy of uh, chancellors and that these universities need more scrutiny he says, quote, in, I believe, a tweet that he has since deleted, breaking, all in caps, colon, sources tell me that a chancellor of a major Texas university is today being canned, in, in parentheses, or forced to resign, in the parentheses, over misappropriation of funds. Public universities need more oversight and scrutiny from the text ledge, comma, not fanboy adulation. I've been very outspoken in support of Bob Duncan. I think he's done a great job at Texas Tech University. Some regents may disagree because he didn't want to put money into projects of focus. But here's what I'll tell you about Michael Quinn Sullivan. Is that on... uh, Let me check the date here. September 3rd, 2016. Let's just talk about this through politics. You know the next legislature is coming up on the second Tuesday of January or whatever, 2017, but on A&M's kickoff with UCLA, September 3rd, 2016, guess who's in the chancellor's box at Texas A&M University? This VR friends at quorumreport.com, Michael Sullivan and Rachel Sullivan. So tell me more, Shooter McSullivan, which is what I what I refer to him based upon the character from Happy Gilmore because Michael Quinn Sullivan's the biggest goddamn eh, I almost said it Michael Sullivan's the biggest disaster in Texas government right now and he knows it it's only a matter of time before he implodes I think that eventually sometime you're going to see Michael Sullivan explode implode and it's not going to be surprising to you Thanks. It's not Rager Gate. <laughs> we all knew it was going to implode. Thank you for that, Daniel. Um, throwing me off. Uh, Michael Sullivan, Michael Quinn Sullivan is the biggest. There's only so much I can say on air 
FCC rule rulings and rules being what they are. But tell me more about your fanboy adulation to chant. And he is a grad. He went to Texas A&M University. Michael Quinn Sullivan. So tell me more about that. Out to get Robert Duncan again at this hour. I have worked and worked and worked to confirm what this is. Michael Sullivan and Texas Tech Regent, by the way. And don't so John Steinmetz is a regent at Texas Tech University, and he says there's a uh, he gives credence to a rumor of misappropriation of funds. So, so time out. A rumor, like you are one of nine who represent her, supposed to, by the way, supposed to represent the best interests of this university, John Steinmetz, and you say, you go on record and say, well, sadly, I've heard rumors of something like, and, and parroting Michael Quinn Sullivan, misappropriation of funds. Well, guess what? If I hear rumors that John Steinmetz is spider-man in his free time you know what i don't do i don't go on the radio and say well i've heard rumors that john steinmetz is spider-man why would you give it credence again we're back to the rick perry fold and steinmetz is well known to be a neophyte of rick perry of the perry family and michael quinn sullivan as well tied in close to the perry camp why would you go on record and give credence unless you were willing to prove it? Like, you're a regent. You've heard these things. The vote has been taken. You were on the majority side. Why don't we know what the charges against Bob Duncan were, John Steinmetz? Why don't we know? And all that we know at this point, the best the best sourcing I can give is that Bob Duncan was apparently going to donors of the texas tech university system asking for money and that the regents thought at least five thought you're taking money away from the dental school or the football program or the pharmacy nursery nursing whatever it might be and that's misappropriate like show me criminal misappropriation and i'll change my mind but until then don't make one of the most storied legislators in the history of Texas government resign because you heard a rumor. You heard a rumor, John Steinmetz? You heard a rumor? And that's why Texas Tech's chancellor is stepping down? And this is a crazy thing for me. Rumors come out that Bart Rager has, and let me use Michael Quinn Sullivan's language, and John Steinmetz has uh, misappropriated funds. You know what? Ten out of well, at least nine out of ten people, based upon listenership in this program. Uh, yeah, I'm getting texts. Yeah, I see. Uh, so I've got like fifteen texts to get to Steinmetz and one text Steinmetz and uh, Sullivan are friends. I don't know that, but you know, again, I'm using the Steinmetz mode to air rumors. But here's what I know. 10 out of 10 people, and I don't know what the bank books are on Vista. I'm not taking a knock at John Steinmetz on the Vista Bank, uh, the things going on there. 
and Vista Bank's role, I know that Vista Bank has stepped in and, and they feel like some money's owed to them. I hear that it's seven to eight million dollars. Again, I'm in that mode again. Well, I heard a rumor, and so I'm going to say it on air. I'm going to say it in the public forum. But guess what? Ten out of ten people, at least nine out of ten people, hear that Bart Rager has uh, not paid, uh, is, is used money in a way that is... Um, uh, misappropriation of funds and what people what do you got thank you i can't what do you got i can't stop stop so nine out of ten people are like well yeah yeah that's true but guess what yesterday after the program whenever we broke all this from from this this medium other side of texas you know what i get I get people who are saying, no way, like eight and ten people. I know Bob Duncan. I've dealt with him personally. There's no way there's a misappropriation of funds. And that, I mean, there's a little life lesson there that, you know, the way you treat people matters in the end. And you can be like Bob Duncan or maybe you're... Man is right, mother... Okay. Are we done? Are we done with that now? And by the way, we intended to run a segment today, What Do You Got? And we're going to pick that up tomorrow. But, you know, that's that's where we land now. And so I think some people have... So if I'm wrong, then I'll put my credibility on the line. I felt good enough about what I've shared with you here about Rick Perry. Again, sources telling me Rick Perry, an Aggie, a U.S. Secretary of Energy saying uh, the source is telling me that he ran the coordination of getting five uh, regents at the Texas Tech University to vote now again I don't know what the vote was was it a, a vote of confidence or what was it and Rick Perry uh, apparently winning via John Steinmetz uh, the five, the majority, which resulted in Bob Duncan's abrupt resignation from Texas Tech University. And, you know, we're going to track that stuff down. But for now, we're going to go make some money here on the most talked about afternoon radio show in all of West Texas. We're telling you why as we roll along. Yeah, right here on the other side of Texas, 806. 745-5800 with your text thoughts as we roll along. This is what happens when your mother drops you on your head one too many times. Welcome back to The Other Side with Jay Leeson. Hey there, welcome back in. We're trying to handle, we're juggling at least 10 balls right now as we bring you the news that matters to West Texas. The conversation is what's happened at Texas Tech University. Let me take a moment and thank the sponsors of this segment brought to you by, this segment brought to you by Title One Lubbock's Digital Real Estate and Title Escrow Company. 
Title I is committed to providing you with the highest level of communication and service from the time of the contract until it closes. See how Title I can serve your realty, consumer, and lending needs at TitleOne.com. So to reset the program, we started this program by stating that sources, very credible sources to us, uh, say that U.S. Secretary of, of Energy, Rick Perry, coordinated an effort to get Bob Duncan out of Texas Tech University. Of course, this has the implicate like so understand that duncan had a staffer who was doing fundraising i'm not going to mention her name that the regents took exception to because she wouldn't kiss rings or other things and i don't want to speak about the merits of that employment or the the links to which bob duncan went to uh, defend said employee unsaid employee employee as, as the case might be um and there's some there's some concern that Duncan was not focusing on issues that some of the regents were concerned about. I know one regent in particular was absolutely focused on making the Texas Tech University Health Sciences Center the MD Anderson of mental illness. You had another one, I'll say his name, uh, Regent Francis, who's got this dental school going up in El Paso, and reasonably so, very concerned that the governor and others would come forward and say, you got to decide between this dental school, which you'd raise more than $100 million for already, or the vet school. So my understanding, long Francis and Steinmetz, through relationships, fairly well connected with uh, former governor Rick Perry. Uh, Hammonds and Huckabee, the other two and the five four, uh, yeah, I mean, kind of on the fence. What was theirs? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe Hammonds was upset because Duncan didn't want to take the Health Sciences Center and make it into what Hammonds thought it would be. These are questions to come, and uh, I just want to launch the question here because I think a great wrong. Now again. There may, I don't want to, I'm not saying to you that Bob Duncan is 100% innocent. There may be evidence that's presented to me, but I will be frank with you and tell you from what I've heard, it's very flimsy. I, sadly, I've heard these rumors. Like, what official does that? Nobody goes behind a microphone locally with a local uh, media entity or goes on with the awesome American statesman or other places and says, you know, sadly, I've heard these rumors. Nobody does that. And so the onus is now on the regents to provide. Now, my understanding is that there's a two-week, Duncan stays on for two weeks, and then Duncan's gone. And again, my bet, Duncan comes back. I'm growingly, as I said in the last segment, on the hashtag free Duncan train. But let's say Duncan goes on and gets this lucrative career because he knows how the legislature works better than anybody, which is why he had the vet school where it was. Let's say 
somebody says Bob will give you an exorbitant amount of money to be a lobbyist and he says okay well I'll take that deal and he doesn't come back so then you got a problem at Tech you have a problem at Texas Tech University right now and I'm going in a lot of different but you're just hearing me like you and I sitting in my, on my front porch talking Texas Tech has a huge problem right now in that you've always got Kent Hans, a lifer and there is no more politically astute politician in the state of Texas than Kent Hans. I put my money on Kent Hans every day. He knows how it works. But you're still down a chancellor and you're looking, you know, you're at the end of August. You're four months away from the legislature. There are, what, seven or eight red ties in the Texas House and maybe one or two, depending on whether or not Kel Seliger wants to wear his Dartmouth tie or, or wear a red and black tie there in the state Senate. Tech is on an uphill right now. Like, the, the, the regents apparently voted forward on the vet school against Bob Duncan, but now you don't have a chancellor in place. And I don't know if Bob Duncan was planning on living in Austin. If I were the chancellor of Texas Tech University, I would certainly be, if I had this vet school online, I would be down there every day. I see some local news outlets that are carrying the story. Where is Tech right now? And So who's carrying the load down in Austin? And can you get in a legislator's face and say this is how it's going to go and this is what the outcome is going to be and you aren't bob duncan then what's that matter to these guys because these guys are playing a game of politics for 140 days and i it's a rudder this what's gone down at texas tech university is absolutely rudderless and there are people and this is where i come beside people who i normally we are not allies but people in Lubbock right now that are drawing great question as to the fortitude, I won't use an adjective that ends in L-Y to describe what kind of fortitude, testicular or otherwise. Uh, there are some big questions to answer right now in Texas Tech, and nobody's getting those answers. And, and it's, a, it's a big problem. So I'm going to regroup my thoughts. Uh, we had a guest lined up today. I said, listen, you just got to let me free flow. Uh, we'll bring you back. Promise we'll get you on air. And by the while I'm thinking about it, South Plains Hunger uh, had me speak at a summit today, lead a forum. I want to talk to you about that more, about some great people in Lubbock that are, are helping uh, feed people who are hungry in ways that those people would not otherwise have access great group andy black and those guys thank you for having me out but for now i'm going to regroup my thoughts get back with you here and again we'll continue to prove why it is the most talked about afternoon radio show in all of west texas big huge podcast following thank you for following along but just talk about things that matter stick right with us here in the place where buddy holly became famous Howdy, Jay. West Texas Leeson here. I'm going to tell you about my friends at Flint Boot and Hat. They've been building hats since 1994 and repairing boots, I guess, since forever. My dog chewed up 
My ostrich boots, Jared and his guys, replaced the heel, made them look new again, put new pulls on, and at a super affordable price, they've resold my boots, and they build great hats. Love these guys. Go check them out. 3035 34th Street or Flint Boot and Hat Shop at Flint and 34th Street. See more at flinthat.com. One night in Kansas City, after we had played the show, shots rang out as I stumbled home. So I hit the yeah, baby, trouble knows my name. I don't play that uh, just for the sake of listening to it. I play it for the irony. Trouble knows my name. Thanks for carrying on with us uh, here over the next couple of minutes. Here on your other side of Texas, Jay West Texas Leeson. No guests today, just straight talk. Uh, segments brought to you by Lubbock File Room, providing safe and secure document storage and shredding services to Lubbock and the surrounding area since 1992. And, uh, nope. Nope. For a free and hassle-free estimate, call our friends at Lubbock. These guys, I took in 90 pounds of junk mail that we collected over the past few years maybe just a few and those guys just 20 i think it's like 25 bucks i didn't have to burn it in my garage make my neighbors concerned that there was a house fire these guys can just get it done and they give you a certificate of destruction 806-744-7666 that's 806-744-7666 lubbockfileroom.com couple of texts in here what about mark griffin and wendy sitting to your theory and yeah what about mark griffin and when like so rick perry said let's just go back in time we don't have any sound at least i hope daniel doesn't because this is driving me crazy having to compete with all this but back a few years ago rick perry thought that he was not running for governor again and guess what it was then that Kay Bailey Hutchison threw her name in the ring. He had a couple of Texas Tech regents, Mark Griffin and Wendy Sitton. This is not new news. It's not. Stop it. Stop. Thank you. Throw their their hats in the ring for, for Kay Bailey Hutchison. And then Rick Perry came back. They didn't know what to do. And... You know, from my understanding, and I don't say this for Mark or Wendy, or uh, my understanding is that they were told that they would lose their regent thing, uh, their regent position appointment at Texas Tech if they stayed in line with Kay Bailey Hutchison. So it's not unrealistic to say that Rick Perry has been involved in campus life, Los Alamos contract, go Google it, with A&M, and then with him getting involved with student body freaking elections. He's been involved. And then on top of that, cajoling regents. Like Rick Perry, and again, I think Rick Perry was a really good governor. And I've had a lot of great things to say about him. But it's not out of the realm of possibility, based on sources again, that Rick Perry has entered the fray to oust Bob Duncan, got five chancellors on board for John Sharp, 
and Texas A&M using uh, complicit in all this is the greatest jackass in Texas politics, Michael Quinn Sullivan and his jackass organization, Empower Texans, and or his body, you know, he's just a spokesman to quote Scott Braddock, the spokesman. Uh, but he's willing to be the jackass. I don't know. I've asked him before on these airways what he's getting paid while he was hosting a competing program. No response. He just cut me off. But <clears throat> that's stories in FCC history, by the way. But this he's no stranger, Rick Perry, to getting involved in cajoling regents and made a name for himself. Like Rick Perry changed the officer uh, the the office of governor in the state he simply did and he made it much more powerful than what the founders i would argue the the people who wrote the constitution intended for it to be but ask mark griffin super well respected uh business leader in lubbock wendy Sitton, a former mayor they would tell you yeah they've gotten rick perry up close as regents and then getting involved in student body elections and then you know this on off relationship with john sharp and rick perry well you know the los alamos thing and then they opened some some buildings over the last year in which rick perry showed up and everything was hunky-dory hey i want to leave you with this bit on another front i'm told that wells fargo stopped doing business with Rager Dykes. Have you got our uh, Rager Gate update? Too much news. We weren't able to do our segment. What do you got? We're going to try to get to that tomorrow. What do you got? Yeah. We, we're going to get to that tomorrow on the program. But uh, this uh, some Rager Gate update for you before we get off. I'm, I'm learning that Wells Fargo wanted $101 million. This according to sources is what I'm told. Wells Fargo didn't file a formal lawsuit but wanted $101 million from Rager Dykes for what I'm told to be power booking. And uh, just go Google the term. I don't have time to draw it out for you here because I'm already a little bit over. Uh, they settled, I'm told, for $8 million in that. Man, I don't know what the discrepancy in the $93 million is. I truly don't. But that's when Wells Fargo stopped doing business with Rager Dykes. So we're handling these two situations simultaneously on the show. Rager Gate and um, what's becoming Bring Back Bob here on the program. And I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Hopefully, hopefully we've given you some insight you like what you hear at OSTX Show on Twitter, Other Side of Texas on Facebook, OtherSideOfTexas.com. Until then, I've got my family. We start school tomorrow. Uh, four little ones sending them into the schools and have some school news for you, by the way, tomorrow on the program. Not ready to sound off on that quite yet. Some Lubbock Independent School District news. But for now going to get home got to get home above average dinner note how i stopped myself there above average dinner great family waiting for me until then i hope you got the same thing going for you from the other side of texas jay west texas leeson signing off we'll see you on the next edition see what we find out between now and then hopefully we're bringing you news that matters and you love it share it with a friend it's free get what you pay for see you next time on the other side of texas